welcome to the Bethel Free Baptist Church Weekly Sermons. This is the evening service of Sunday the 8th of January 2017, entitled, Everything Exists for a Purpose, and the Bible reading is taken from Proverbs chapter 16, verse 4. Here's Brother Daniel Alexandru. Sure, the Lord uh, has something to say for each and every one of us. He knows all our needs, all our desires, and... Uh, the Bible says, delight in the Lord always, and uh, He will give you the desire of your heart. So we have a heart, praise the Lord, it's still beating, sometimes faster, other times slower. But as long as it uh, beats for the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen. And uh, my message tonight is entitled, Everything Exists with a Purpose. And I'm glad um, God... Creator of this universe and our Creator didn't um, do anything without a purpose. The Bible is clear in uh, Proverbs chapter 16, uh, verse 4. The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. So the Bible is clear. Everything that he has made is made for Himself. That's the purpose. I'm sure each and every one of us, when uh, we need to get up uh, in the morning, eat and leave the home, we think where we need to go to. I don't think anybody uh, just goes to the first bus that stops at the bus station, gets on the bus and goes wherever the bus goes. Or I'm sure if you go to the airport and you want to... Uh, get on a plane, you don't go to uh, that plane that goes nowhere. <laughs> you want to go somewhere. has to have a name there. Andrea was uh, uh, Friday, uh, was in the, in the airport in Bucharest, Romania, trying to go to Denmark. But the, the blizzard hit Bucharest and the snow started coming, so she got stuck in the airport. And uh, lots of flights were canceled, but she was still there. She couldn't go back home because there was no way, no transport. uh, And she was expecting uh, her flight to Denmark not to be canceled. (laughs) She waited for seven, eight hours. And finally, she embarked on that airplane where it said, Belund, Denmark. And she arrived at the destination safely. Praise the Lord. I'm sure she didn't want to just get on a plane just to get out of Romania and be somewhere. She wanted to go to either Denmark or England where she had family or extended family. So uh, we all need to have a purpose. And uh, as we can see in the Bible... God has a purpose for everybody, for everything. That includes you and me. And if He has a purpose uh, for everything, for you and me, uh, I should try to find God's purpose for me as an individual. God has a plan for me as an individual, for us as a family, and for us as a church. And uh, let's start with uh, God's purpose for you and me as an individual. We need to find out God's purpose. You need to have a purpose 
It said that Christians don't have so I should say uh, not too many Christians have a certain destination in their mind. Not too many Christians nowadays embark on a trip where it says God's purpose for my life. They just embark on a trip, on a journey that goes somewhere. But this is not God's plan for you and for me. God has a plan. And God has a specific plan, a specific purpose for you and for me. And the, the preacher here in Proverbs chapter 16 verse, verse 4 says that the Lord hath made all things for himself. The purpose is clear. God's purpose for you, God, God's purpose for me is that we will glorify and we will do God's purpose in our lives. Because we are made for Him, not for ourselves. People like to take selfies. <laughs> I mean, selfies is connected, selfie is connected to self. Ego. <laughs> so people love to see themselves in pictures. Oh, this is me. Look, look, this is me. You know where I went yesterday. You know uh, where I ate yesterday. You know how much money I made yesterday. You, you know uh, where you know this school is gonna take me. You know my career from from you know now on. This is my. This is my thing. This is me. Everything moves around me in this world. It's a material world. It's a selfish world. That's why people like make selfies, get themselves in pictures, and then just share them with uh, other people on Facebook and other uh, places like that. So, God is the one that created you and me. And he has a purpose with you and me. And this purpose is for him. For his glory. Because he is God. He deserves that. He deserves to do whatever he likes to do with us. Because we are his creatures. He's the creator. If you have a car, you want to do with that car whatever you want. You paid money for that car. You sacrificed something to get that, that car to make it your own thing. God made you and me. And he sacrificed his son so we can be his children, spiritual children, adopted in his family. You know, in um, Ecclesiastes, Chapter 3, verse 1, the same, the same preacher, the same wise man, Solomon, says in verse 1, To everything there is a season and the time to every purpose under the heaven. And the time to every purpose under the heaven. Have you ever wondered why God... Uh, Brought you into existence now in this century and not 300 years ago, Garcia? 
or a thousand years ago, or even a hundred years ago. He chose this time, this day, 20th century, 21st century. That's because God has a purpose with you. You are suited for this time, for this day. Not for a thousand years ago, Garcia. Not for a hundred years ago. For this day and time. To everything there is a season. This is God's season for you. This is God's season for me. This is God's time for you. God's time for me. God has a purpose. There is a time to every purpose under the heaven. Do you know God's purpose for you? Do I know God's purpose for me? If you don't know it, you should know it. Because God is the God of light, not the God of darkness. In Isaiah chapter 9, if you open there with me, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2, it says, The people that walketh in darkness have seen a great light. Have you seen that light? I used to be in darkness. Not anymore. Because God came to me and I've seen the great light. Did you see God's purpose for you? For your life? God is the God of light. If you're still in darkness concerning God's purpose for your life, you shouldn't be there. You should go to the Lord and ask, Lord, what's your purpose? my life because I want to make your purpose my purpose don't live in darkness when it comes to God's purpose don't live in darkness Jesus is the light the great thing about Christianity is that we have a relationship with our God as we heard this morning our God doesn't want us just to submit to him and we need just to submit to him God wants us to submit to His will, but God wants us to love Him as He loves us because He's our Father. He, he wants to communicate with me, and He communicates with me through His Word every day. And if I have questions, I have a place to go to. I have God. I have His book. I can communicate with I can talk to him. I can ask him questions. And guess what? He's there to answer all my questions. All my doubts. To drive them away. I don't have to, to live a life in darkness, in fear. God wants me to live securely. Like we sang the, the song earlier. He is the solid rock. Everything else is just sinking sand. He is the solid rock. He wants me to, to stand on this solid rock. And Lord, I don't know your purpose for my life. But I want you to tell me. I didn't have time to meditate upon this. But Lord, this is a new year. And please... Enlighten me. Show me. Give me your purpose for my life. Give me your plan, your will for my life. That's what Isaiah says. 
Paul says in Ephesians chapter 2, in verse 10, after he speaks about the salvation, we receive through grace, through faith, as a gift from our Lord. He says that God has a purpose for you and for me. For we are His workmanship. He created you and me. Created in Christ Jesus because we are saved. We are created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. God wants us to know where we are going to. We are heading to. He wants us to do His good works. To do His will. To do His purpose in our lives. He knows what's best for you and for me. And he laid it out. We just need to go to him and read a blueprint. God, I don't understand all of this, but help me. It's there to help you. You and me. I read Acts chapter 2 so many times. When uh, Peter stood up at Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. But in verse 14, Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. Let's listen to his words. For these are not drunkards. These were speaking in tongues here. As you suppose. Seeing it is by the third hour of the day. It was morning. Nine o'clock. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days. Saith God. I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. And your old man shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy. And he says, he continues to say that this is what the prophet said years before. But now it's happening. And these people... These people here, the young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And I thought, this is still, oh, it happened then, but this is still future, because the, in this passage, there is another passage that is related to the future. But then I realized that we live in a world where young people don't have any vision at all. They live their life like this. Like this. No vision, no purpose. And then no wonder why the hospitals, the psychiatric wards and other wards are full of young people. And the doctors are feeding them up with all kinds of medication just to keep them alive. People don't have dreams anymore. 
Do you have any dream? Do you have any vision? Proverbs. The same man. The same wise man says that a people without vision shall perish. <laughs> a people, a nation that is made up, made up of people, individuals. If a people doesn't have a vision, that people, that nation will perish. If an individual doesn't have a vision of his life, he will perish. She will perish. How can you live a life without a vision? And you need to have your own vision that comes from the Lord. You don't need to live somebody else's vision. I, I know a preacher in Romania, because he couldn't become a medical doctor, he wanted his daughter to become a medical doctor. So he invested in her. And when she uh, reached that age to go to university, she was ready to go to the medical school for six years. But then, once of a sudden, she realizes that this is not her vision. This is not her dream. She needs to live her own dream. She needs to reach her own purpose. So she changed. She went to a different university. And her father got so upset, so mad at her, that he wouldn't talk to her again. Her father never realized that we all have to have our individual dream, our own vision. And we all have to realize that our own vision has to come from the Lord. Yes, God wants some to be medical doctors. God wants others to be teachers. God wants others to be just drivers. God wants others to be just workers. God wants others to be something. He doesn't want everybody to do the same thing. We all have talents, gifts from God. They, they are different. There are not two people that have the same fingerprints in this universe. You are unique. God wants you to be a doctor, go and be a doctor. If God wants you to be a preacher, go and be a preacher. Embrace that plan from God, that purpose. Don't take somebody else's vision and make it your own vision. Go to the Lord and say, God, help me to see your vision with my life, to see your dream for my life. And let me go and dream about that dream. Let me go towards that dream. To make that dream become true. Otherwise, you'll just be moved here and there. Tossed up and down. Just like a boat in a storm. No way to keep the direction because the storm is too strong. When we, when we have the Lord, when we know His purpose for our lives, we have His strength to reach that vision, to reach that dream. Do you have a dream? Do you have a vision? Is it your own vision? Is, is it somebody else's vision? Is it your own because God gave it to you? Or it's yours because your father or mother or friend gave it to you.
Don't forget God's purpose for you and for me is to glorify Him, to satisfy Him. Then our family. Yes, we start out as children. We grow up in our family. Then we up, one day we open our eyes and we want to make a family of our own. We want to marry. We marry. And then we have children. God has a purpose for that family. I, I know Christians and I talk to Christians and, and they say, I am a man. All I need to do is work, bring food, uh, and put it on the table of my children. And for the rest of the education of my children, my wife is in charge. Say, so, no, this is not the Bible. You should be the priest of your family. God has a purpose for you. You have a family. You want to uh, have your own family in the future, in the near future. Learn from the author of the family. Learn from the Lord, the Creator. Get His purpose in your family. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. If you have children, you have to train them up. God has a purpose for your family. If you have a family, for you and for your wife. In Genesis, God said, therefore... Shall man leave his mother and father and cleave unto his wife and be one, one flesh. Unity. Unity not with the harlot, says Paul in First Corinthians. Unity with your wife. And out of that unity, children spring up. You have children. You don't have them now. You might have them later. The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Train up a child in the way he should go. <laughs> the Bible doesn't say, train up a child in the way you want him to go. But in the way he should go. The only one who can tell you and me how to go is God. That's why if you are a parent, you both, if you are parents, you both are responsible for the future of that child. And you both should teach that child where to go. According to the Bible, only, the only one who knows where somebody should go is God, not the parents, not the father. Oh, you need to go to the medical school. And you have to go. There's no other way. No turning back, no turning to the right, not to the left. Just go there. Because there was, a, there was a doctor, a good, very good doctor one time. that became a medical doctor just because his father wanted him to be a medical doctor. And he became so good, so famous that, you know, the city awarded him. He said, you are the best Medical doctor in our town here. And we want to award you. They, they prepared a special meeting for him. With all the officials in that town. And they gave, gave him this time to say something there. And while he was 
in front of the people, he burst in tears saying that I never wanted to be a doctor. This was my father's dream. I wanted to please him. But I realized now that it's not my dream. That was his dream. I always wanted to be something else. Guess what he wanted to be? <laughs> Just a musician, <laughs> not a doctor. He was living somebody else's dream. And he was not satisfied. You need to live your own dream. You need to have your own vision. But let me tell you something. Your own vision needs to come from the Lord. And the first who are responsible for you to get that vision are the parents. Train up a child in the way he should go. Not too many parents today, nowadays, are training up their child in the fear of the Lord, in the Word of God, teaching them the Bible. They rather let the church, the Sunday school, the teachers, Sunday school teachers, teach their children the Word of God instead of them doing this. It's the parent's responsibility. God has a purpose for your family. You want to have a family according to God's plan? Then ask the Lord to give you His plan, His purpose. Ask Him to help you to fulfill that purpose for your family. Don't think family is just for fun. Oh, I'm going to get married. I'm going to enjoy my wife. I'm going to enjoy my husband for the rest of my life. This is what a young lady was uh, saying uh, the other day <coughs> at the surgery where I work. Oh, I'm so anxious to, to marry my, my husband. They are Muslims. and say, We are already married according to our laws, but we still need to do this official uh, document to sign. But we are married, and I'm, I'm so anxious to, to be with him. And I think it's going to be like honey all the time. And other ladies there have been, you know, married for years and years. Oh, you just wait, you know, just, just wait. Maybe the first three months, they gave her three months, you know. Maybe the first three months would be like honey. But <laughs> be prepared. Be prepared. I think the parents should prepare either the daughter or the son for what's going to happen. Because that's what the Bible says. Train up a child, teach the child for future, and he will not depart from it. Children never forget what their parents teach them while they are young. They always remember. I remember when my father did this. I remember when my mother said that. They'll never forget. The third thing. God has a purpose for us as a church. Matthew chapter 28. We hear this over and over. Because this is God's word. And there are some passages we keep on hearing. But repetition is mother of study. If we want to study, we have to repeat. If we want to retain something, we have to repeat. Matthew chapter 28 Verse 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them. This was the first church. Saying, All power is given unto me in heaven 
and in earth. There are churches and churches and churches that have different purposes. But Jesus says to his church here, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Jesus came here to institute his church. He has a purpose with his church. We need to understand it. We need to know it. We need to practice it. Go ye therefore. We need to support missionaries because we cannot be in three different places at the same time. But if we send missionaries, yes, we, we can be in different places at the same time, preaching and teaching the gospel, bringing people to salvation, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost, teaching them. So this is a continuous we need to carry on teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, wow, lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. This is the only way Jesus is with his church today, like he was with the first church. His church existed ever since, in every century. It's not about these 11 people here who, who died, and yes, they went to be with the Lord. He's talking to a body of believers, to his church. It needs to embrace his vision for their mission. The church without the vision, will perish. We want this church to grow, yes. We get tired of some people. Some people get tired of us also. <laughs> but, but Jesus wants his church to keep growing, to multiply, to bring more and more people to salvation. To baptize them and continue on and on teaching them to observe all things whatsoever. Jesus never said it would be easy. He said, I am with you always. And that's what it really counts. Even if we meet on Sunday night and we are just a few people, he's still with us. He never left us. No Pasuka. He's still with us. And he still wants this church to grow, support missionaries, keep preaching and teaching the gospel, baptizing people, and be a light until he comes back. Do you have a purpose in your life? Do you have a purpose in your family? Do we have a purpose here as a church? If we do praise the Lord, let's continue marching. But if you don't, why don't you go to the Lord and ask the Lord, Lord, <coughs> just want that vision from you. Just want that dream from you. Just want it to be mine. 
Let's bow our heads and close our eyes in prayer. And let's talk to the Lord. If God spoke to your heart, if God touched your heart through His Holy Spirit, and you want to know His purpose for your life, for your family, for your church, ask Him. He doesn't want you in darkness. He doesn't want you to wander around. He wants you to go towards fulfilling His purpose for you, for your life. And don't forget, God has made everything for Himself. Dear Lord, we close this uh, time in prayer. And we just thank you, Lord, for your word. Your word, Lord, is full of life. Lord, you know each and every one. We are not too many people here, but you know each and every one of us. You know if you know, if we have your vision in our lives, in our families, in our church, or if we fake, we just pretend we have it. Lord, help us not to look to this world, but look to you. Lord, help us to be connected to you. Help us to be revived by you, energized by you. Help us to stay connected to you every day. Help us to start every day with you. Help us to know your purpose in our lives and march forward towards fulfilling your purpose. Give us your help because we need it, Lord. I pray all this things in Jesus' name. Amen.